Praise God. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Bless the Lord. It's really quiet in here. feels really quiet. Praise God. It's okay, we can do quiet. Glory to God. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus. God, we give you praise. Why don't you just stand up for a minute and just lift your hands to Jesus. Amen. Just lift your hands. Just position your heart. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> we worship you in this place, Lord. Lord, we give you praise. Father, you are worthy. Lord, you are worthy of our praise. You are worthy of our adoration. <laughs> oh, hallelujah. We thank you for the privilege of you being here with us, the privilege of your presence. Holy Spirit, we welcome you in our midst. We know that you are here, but we welcome you. We set our hearts towards you. Lord, we set our hearts towards your word this morning. And we're asking you to come and bring this word, this word of life, this word of health, this word of truth, this word of freedom. Bring it to us. <laughs> Someone say, bring it. <laughs> Hallelujah. That your word would come forth, Lord God. And bring change in our lives. We're here for change, Lord. We don't want to go home the same. And when we hear from you, Lord, we will not remain the same. We thank you for the mirror of your word that tells us that we go from one degree of glory to another as we look into your word. And as we see Jesus in your word, as you reveal Jesus, indeed you reveal who we are. Hallelujah. In him. Hallelujah. So, God, we bless you in this place. Holy Spirit, we give you praise and we welcome you afresh in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Glory to God. Won't you be seated? Hallelujah. And I don't uh, know if any of you have seen or you've probably heard that there's many, many words going out over the last few months that this would be the era of the Holy Spirit. Um, many people have been prophesying that. This is the era of the Holy Spirit, you know. But it always was. And it always is. And it always will be. Amen. The era of the Spirit. Amen. Because that is the, that, 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 that is the dispensation that we are living in right now. Amen. Hallelujah. The Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. I want to talk about the anointing this morning. Yeah, the anointing that destroys the yoke and removes burdens. And in speaking about that, in speaking, you know, what you preach comes to pass. When you get a hold of the word of the Lord, when you hear what he wants to speak about, amen, and when you begin to speak about what is on his heart, what happens is you actually get to experience it. Amen. If you're going to speak about truth, the freedom of truth, then, then, then you're going to experience freedom. If you're going to speak about the anointing, you're going to experience the power of God. Amen? And he comes to perform his word. He comes to bring it to pass. So what I want to do is to, for you guys to build up your expectation to actually experience what the word is coming to us for today. And that is to, for us to experience it. 
Amen. Because he's not here to, 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 he doesn't come to fill your head with something. He comes to fill your heart with truth so that you can experience the truth and step into a greater place of freedom in your life. Is anyone into that? Amen. Hallelujah. You see, he comes to bring a freedom that flesh and blood cannot bring, that humanity cannot give you. But where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. And that, that, that liberty means that there, there is freedom from everything that would want to put you into captivity, that would, would want you, you to experience bondage. Amen. He comes to bring freedom from. Bless the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. I like the example of Paul and Silas. We're in the, they were in the bowels of the prison, hey. But they were free, free enough to sing praises to God that shook the place. Amen. You see, that internal freedom, that internal praise that they had actually shifted their external experience. And not only their external experience, but the external experience of the jailers and everybody else that was associated with that story. Hallelujah. That is the dynamic power of the Holy Spirit, which actually resides on the inside of every single believer. Hallelujah. Not only to set us free, but to set others free. Glory to God. Turn to someone and say, you've got the power. Hallelujah. The power of the Holy Spirit. You know, I can sense even right now that people are probably thinking to themselves, I don't feel very powerful. You know, it's got nothing to do about how you feel. It's actually got to do about what the Word says about you. Amen. Hallelujah. Bless the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Father. So though I believe that God is bringing an emphasis on the importance, I believe he's bringing an emphasis of the importance of us coming into the revelation of the anointing within us and the anointing upon us. This has been stirring in my spirit over the last few weeks. And we've been hearing about the word of God, about being aligned for the assignments. You know, God wants us aligned for the assignments that he has appointed for us in this hour. Is that right? But when we become aligned, when we align ourselves with our assignment, there's an anointing that comes with that. We step into that place where the anointing is in us. It's already in us, but upon us. Amen. To bring a supernatural result into our natural world. How many of you know we need that right now? That's why I believe he's stirring in us that we would know that. Amen. Hallelujah. But equally important is that we are anointed to function within our roles on a level. We heard this many, many years ago. Chip Brim, Billy Brim's son was here preaching and he preached about the anointing. And the words that I think as a church we'll never forget is he told us and he taught us that we are anointed to operate on a level that the world are unfamiliar with all for the glory of God. You know, no matter what we're setting our hands to, Amen? In life. We are anointed to do life. Turn to someone and say, you are anointed to do life. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. All for the glory of God. Why and how? Because the Spirit of the Lord is within me and the Spirit of the Lord is upon me. That's a wonderful declaration to make over yourself when you're feeling weak. Yeah? You know, but in our weakness, his strength is made perfect. I felt it was, we were praying pre-service today. I felt him saying, you know, people are going to feel, feel weak. They're feeling weakened. They're feeling burdened. They're feeling broken down. But he said, in that weakness, they need to know that my strength is made perfect. Amen? Hallelujah. In other words, it's an opportunity for me to show myself strong on their behalf. 
Yeah, it's an opportunity. Every time we feel weak, there's an opportunity for God to show himself strong on our behalf. Bless the Lord. Amen. By his spirit. Hallelujah. And what he showed me was that God wants us to have a conscious awareness of who we are in Christ. In this hour, yeah, the era of the spirit, one thing he's emphasizing is that he wants us to have a conscious awareness of who we are in Christ. And who Christ, Christ is the anointed and his anointing. Who we are in the anointed and his anointing. Glory to God. The devil wants us to have a conscious awareness of who we were. He wants us to carry around a conscious awareness of who we were. Amen. And is continually reminding us of our faults, our mistakes, our shortcomings. Because he wants us to live a condemned life. Yeah. A life where we're we're continually being condemned by, by the past, by the old man. Yeah. But God wants us to have a conscious awareness of who we are in the anointed and his anointing. Glory to God. Let that rest on you for a little while. That we walk, that we talk, that, we, that we, everything that we set our hand to, that there's a conscious awareness that we are anointed for the task. Amen? Why? Because the scripture tells us that greater is he who is in us than he that is in the world. Amen? And you were once in the world, but now greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Amen? You see, Galatians 2.20 tells us that we've been crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, we live, yet not I, but Christ, the anointed, and his anointing live within me. And the life that I now live by faith, I live by the Son of God who gave him, who loved me and gave himself for me. I live with a conscious awareness of Christ within me, the hope of glory. And as I'm preaching and bringing that today, I'm believing that God's going to be cutting off that conscious awareness of who you were and bring you into a place of who you are now. Hallelujah. Amen. In him. In him you live. In him you have your being in him. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. A conscious awareness of what he has done. A conscious awareness or a conscious awareness of what you have done. He wants you to be living with a conscious awareness of what he has done and and who you are in Christ. You know, Scripture tells us that there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus, who walk after the Spirit and do not fulfill the lusts of the flesh. Is that right? But we, what happens is, is we can look at that and, and, and even feel condemned within that Scripture. But he says, I want you to walk after the Spirit. And who does the Spirit of God say that you are? He comes into agreement with the Word of God. He wants that unction, that anointing to lead us into the truth of who we are in Christ. Amen? Hallelujah. Someone say, I'm a new creation in Christ. The old has passed away. Behold the fresh and new. You know, God wants you to behold the fresh and new in you. Behold the fresh and new in you. And come into that place of revelation that you are now in Christ. Created in the image of God. And that's how he sees you. And as you begin to ponder on who you really are, 
you begin to accept the fact that you are anointed for life. You are anointed for the task. And you begin to lean into the power of God and, and, and you, stop, you stop leaning into who you were. You stop leaning into your own ability, your own capability. And you begin to see yourself in Christ where there is a, a, a ceaseless supply of the anointing which is the power of God available to you. Hallelujah. Let's go into the Word and see what it has to say. Ooh, hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Zechariah 4, 6. You would have heard me say this so many times, but I want to dig into it a little bit more today. Zechariah 4, verse 6. I'm reading out of the New King James Bible, if you want to go there. So he answered and said to me, This is the word of the Lord Zerubbabel, not by might or by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord of hosts. And in the Amplified it says, Then he said to me, This addition of the bowl to the candlestick, causing it to yield a ceaseless supply of oil from the olive trees, is the word of the Lord to Zerubbabel, saying, Not by might, not by power, but by my spirit, of whom the oil is a symbol, says the Lord of hosts. Just want to go back there where he says, causing it to yield a ceaseless supply of oil. And the oil is a symbol of the spirit. The supply of the anointing is endless. Amen? The supply of the anointing is endless when we are not operating in our own might and our own power. I said the supply of the anointing is endless. It will not cease when we are not relying on our own might and our own power. We can often think about our own might and power in connection with the Spirit of God. But when God speaks of might and power in this scripture, he's talking about human might and power. He's telling Zerubbabel it's, it's not by the power of a human army. Oh, Hallelujah. But it's by my spirit, if it's by his spirit, it's by the part of an angelic army. Amen? That's why there is so many more for us than are against us. But it's by the spirit that the battle will be won. How many of us know that, it's, it, that we're not fighting against, against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers and spiritual wickedness in heavenly places, what Ephesians 6 tells us? Is that right? Bless the Lord. It's not by our own might or by our own power. You know, we can get exhausted if we're operating by our own might and our own power. But God wants us to know, he wants us to step into the flow of the Spirit of God. Amen? He wants us to come into alignment with our grace, the, the lane that God has for us in our gifting. And the Spirit of God begins to flow with a ceaseless supply. Hallelujah. So if you're finding it tough right now, maybe you're depending a little bit too much on what you can do. Amen? And what you're capable of. But in Christ, you're capable of so much more. Amen? Bless the Lord. Thank you, Father. It's by the Spirit of God that the victories come. 
It's by the Spirit of God that the victories are won. Hallelujah. You know, it's so wonderful to be standing in something that you know is absolutely impossible for you to do. How many, how many have ever done, experienced that? Yeah, oh, I'm actually experiencing that right now. I'm standing in, 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 in things that are absolutely impossible for me. And it's so, it, it, it brings you in, in such a place of absolute wonder at the awesomeness of God. Amen? A, a wonder in the might of God. Wonder in what he can actually do when your yes is integral. When, you, when, when that yes is integral, it comes from our heart. You know, it's not just a good idea, but it comes from the very depth of your heart, your yes It's amazing what he can do with the lives that are surrendered to him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. It's by the spirit of God that victories come, not by the hand of man. It's by his spirit. You know, it reminds me of that song, in heavenly armour will enter the land. The battle belongs to the Lord. No weapon that's fashioned against us will stand. The battle belongs to the Lord. And we sing glory, honour, power and strength to the Lord. Glory, honour, power and strength to the Lord. Glory to God. No weapon that's fashioned against us to stand. I think uh, Isaiah 54 verse 17 says, No weapon formed against you shall prosper. And any tongue that rises against you in judgment or to bring condemnation, you're going to put it to death. Amen? Because you know who you are in Christ. Amen? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. This is what he said to Mary. He said, the spirit of the Lord will come upon you, Mary. And this word that I have spoken to you. This word that was in, is impossible to man will come to pass. Why? Because the Spirit of the Lord will perform it. Now, many of us have received prophetic words. Many, you know, the prophetic words I love the most are the ones that God actually speaks into my heart that he says to me. Yeah? Has anyone experienced God speaking to you? Yeah. He says, you know, and, and sometimes it would seem that is absolutely impossible. Actually, most often it will seem impossible. But it was possible for Mary because the Lord said to her, the spirit of the Lord will come upon you. The spirit of the Lord will come upon you. And when she heard those words, she said yes. I'm going to Luke 1 verse 34. And Mary said to the angel, how can this be? Since I have no intimacy with a man as a husband. When the angel came to tell her that she was going to conceive the Christ, that she would bring forth a child she said how could it be she wasn't doubting it she just wanted to know how this was going to happen how is this going to happen anyone heard a word and you said how is this going to happen you know if you've never heard a word where you've said how is this going to happen maybe you need to lean into God more and hear what he has to say because he's always giving us words which we know that we cannot obtain in the flesh we can't do in the flesh She's saying, how is this going to happen? Like, this is, this is impossible. 
I'm looking at, she, she looks into the natural and says, how is it going to happen? And then we see in verse 35 of Luke 1, he says, then the angel said to her, the Holy Spirit will come upon you. Amen? The Holy Spirit is going to come upon you and empower you to bring forth what is impossible to man. Hallelujah. Someone give us a shout. And the power of the Most High will overshadow you like a shining cloud. He still operates the same. And so the holy, pure, sinless thing offspring which shall be born of you will be called the Son of God. Verse 37. For with God nothing is ever impossible. For with God. What's he talking about? The power of the Holy Spirit. When I give you a word, the power of the Holy Spirit, if you'll say yes as she did, that integral yes, be it unto me, Lord, according to your will. In other words, according to your plan. He has a plan for your life. He has a plan for our life. But he says he wants your will in alignment with his plan. And when that, you say yes to his plan, guess what? Holy Spirit comes upon you and makes the impossible possible. Glory to God. Come on. Hallelujah. Oh, love this. I want to read it again. For with God, nothing is ever impossible. Nothing. So it doesn't matter what situation you find yourself in right now. It's not impossible. Turn to someone and say, it's not impossible. And no word from God will be without power or impossible for fulfilment. Not one word that you hear from God is impossible to you. Why? Because the power of the Lord comes upon the word that he speaks into your heart. And it's the promise of fulfilment. I said the Holy Ghost is the promise of fulfilment. Of that which you cannot do yourself. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. Thank you, Father. Verse 38, then Mary said, Behold, I am the handmaiden of the Lord. Let it be done to me according to what you have said. You see, the power of God, the anointing comes on what he has said. You know, there's an anointing for life. There's an abiding, and we'll look in that in a minute. There's an, there's a, an anointing that abides in us to do life. But there's a plan that God has. What's that? Well, I'm anointed to be a mum. I'm anointed to be a wife. Amen? I'm anointed to be a friend. I'm anointed in the marketplace, but there's a plan that God has for you that the Holy Spirit comes upon. Amen? The Holy Spirit is there to empower you to do what you can do better on a level that the world are unfamiliar with. Because when you operate on a level that the world are unfamiliar with, your life gives glory to God. Amen? Your parenting gives glory to God. The way you husband, the way, the way you're a wife, it brings glory to God. Your life becomes an offering, a worship offering, a praise unto God. Hallelujah. And that gives glory to God. And there's a ceaseless supply of the anointing when our lives in every area are given for God and to God. Amen. That's a good word. Bless the Lord. Hallelujah. You see, see Mary was doubting. She just wanted to, she wasn't doubting. She was just wanting to know how this was going to happen. He says, no word from God is impossible of fulfillment. She knew she'd heard. And this would couple together with the scriptures that we've been sharing over the last couple of times I've preached about hearing the word of the Lord. 
hearing what he is saying, what the Spirit is breathing on, hearing that word that he is breathing on for you now. That is the word that he brings. He's breathing on this for you now. He's saying this word is, 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 is an impossible fulfillment. Amen. Because it's my power that's going to bring it to pass. Not by your might or your power. You know, often we hear the word, Lord, how am I going to do that? How's that going to happen? Like, and we look into our history and the enemy loves to remind us of our histories of failure. Anyone been in that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but God wants to remind you of your now, your present with his presence in your life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. She said, not my will. And that can be scary when it's not your will. Amen. It can be scary when it's not your will. It's, it can be scary when you actually yield to, to God's will. You know, well, you know it, it, sometimes it's scary to actually say, actually, Lord, I'm ready to put my agenda aside here. And I actually want to hear what you want to say to me. I actually want to hear what your agenda is for me. Amen. You see, we're meant to adapt to the word of God, not pull the word of God out and, and, and adapt it to our life. But we are meant to adapt to his will. And that can be scary sometimes. You can feel insecure. But if you begin to know who you are in Christ, if your security is in the love that he has for you, amen, you're going to be securely rooted and founded in the love of God. And you know that you're not going to hear anything from the Lord that isn't to your advantage. And the Holy Spirit, the anointing, is the believer's advantage. So it's wonderful to actually hear from him. Amen? Because he's going to give you the truth and it'll come with love and you'll feel secure within it no matter what it looks like. When God speaks to you, there'll be empowerment. There'll be an empowerment. That There'll be a strengthening. There'll be courage on the inside of you because it always comes with courage when you hear his word. It always comes with the love that comes with the securely knowing that he has your best interest in it. In, in his heart. Amen. Glory to God. And he's going to equip you for everything that he's asking you to do. So we say yes to the will of God. And it's by his spirit. Hallelujah. Matthew, let's go there. Matthew 6. I'm going to read this out of the Amplified Version. Glory to God. We haven't gone too far yet. Are you getting something out of this? Praise the Lord. I'm getting so much out of this. Thank you, Jesus. Matthew 6, verse 31. So let's just have a look at this for a moment because the enemy wants to remind you of what you have not got or what your problem is. Is that right? Yeah. Verse 31, it says, Therefore do not, someone say, do not, do not be anxious, saying, you know, saying's got a lot to do with this. What, what are we going to have to eat or what are we going to have to drink? Or what are we going to have to wear? For the Gentiles, the heathen, wish for and crave and diligently seek all these things. And your heavenly Father knows well that you need them all. But seek, aim at and strive after first of all his kingdom and his righteousness. I love the Amplified. It says his way of doing and his way of being. His way of doing. And his way of being, bless the Lord. Seek, hallelujah. His way of doing and his way of being right. And then all these things, someone say all these things, taken together will be given to you besides. 
So verse 34. So do not worry or be anxious about tomorrow, for tomorrow will have enough worries and anxieties of its own. Sufficient for each day is its own trouble. Seek ye first his way. Seek first his way of doing and being. Amen? I want to seek your way of doing and being because that's where my anointing is. That's where my anointing is. You see, we can, we can be looking for all these different ways of having every need that we need met. But God's saying, if you actually seek my way, what, my way of doing for you and my way of being, these things that you are spending your life on will become an addition to your life. This, these things that you are spending your energy on, amen, your meditation on, your time on, will just be an addition if you seek way. You, you're going to step into the slipstream of life. You're going to step into the flow of the anointing. And when you step into the flow of the anointing, all those things are attracted to you. All those things given to you as your provision will become a part of your life as you're stepping out in my ways. Hallelujah. What was Jesus' way of doing and being right? He heard what the Father said and he did it. Amen? Hallelujah. I said he heard what the Father said and he did it. What's, what, what are you doing, Lord? Right, I'm in there. You know? <laughs> who are you? Well, I'm in there. I'm bringing a representation of, you, of who you are. If you game, you'll let him do some adjustments. If you let this word empower you today, oh, you'll allow him to bring some adjustments. For his yoke is easy and his burden is light. Amen. Thank you, Father. Matthew 11, verse 28. Come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden and overburdened, and I will cause you to rest. I will ease and relieve and refresh your souls. Take my yoke. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. For I am gentle, meek and humble, lowly in heart, and you will find rest, relief and ease and refreshment and recreation and blessed quiet for your souls. For my yoke is wholesome, it's useful, it's good, not harsh. You're yoked together with the anointing. Yoked together with the anointing. It's not harsh, it's not burdensome. He goes on to say it's easy to be, it's not sharp, it's not harsh, ill-pressing, but it's comfortable and gracious and pleasant. And my burden is light and easy to be borne. It's not meant to be difficult. It's not meant to be hard. Even hardship doesn't seem hard when you're walking it through with the Lord. Amen? Thank you, Jesus. Passion Translation. Are you weary, carrying a heavy burden? Come to me. Come on, give it, come to me. I'll refresh your life for I am your oasis. Simply join your life with mine. Simply join your life with the anointed and his anointing. Amen? 
Join your life with mine. Learn my ways. Learn my ways of doing and being right. And you'll discover that I'm gentle, I'm humble, I'm easy to please. You will f- it's faith that pleases him. It's just believing that he is and that he is a rewarder of those that diligently seek him out. You'll find refreshment and rest in me for all that I require of you will be pleasant and easy to bear. He doesn't want us doing it hard. And that'll spin a religious mindset's head. Amen. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. It's going to go real quick to 1 John 2 verse 20 in the Amplified Bible. says, the anointing within witnesses, well, I'm saying the anointing within witnesses with the word that has been given to you when your yes is given, the power of God comes upon it. This is where the anointing within and the anointing upon comes and works together. So when you hear the word of the Lord, that yes is on the inside of you. And when you step out into your yes, the Holy Spirit comes upon your yes and brings to pass the promise. You see, you step out in obedience, the anointing within. You have an unction from the Holy One and you know all things. You know what he is saying. The anointing within. Hallelujah. The helper, the strengthener, the comfort, the Holy Spirit on the inside of you knows when he hears from the Lord, when you're hearing from the Lord, that yes, and the Holy Spirit, the empowerment of God comes upon it. In, in, in one, one, upon you, 1 John 2 verse 27, but the anointing which you have received from him abides in you. And you do not need that anyone should teach you, but as the same anointing teaches you concerning all things and is true and is not a lie and just as he has taught you, you will abide in him. This anointing empowers you to recognise the truth when you hear it. And when you hear the truth, when you hear him speak, so often it's so much more than what you can do in your own strength. Normally it is. If you can do it in your own strength, you're probably hearing from yourself. (laughs) okay don't shout me down with that one you see jesus believed all that the scriptures had said about him and he said my yoke is easy when i'm partnered with him i'm partnered with the anointing which makes it easy yoked with the world system only makes it hard and I can only accomplish what is able to be accomplished in my humanity. Jesus was anointed for his assignment. Amen. He was anointed for his assignment. Jesus was surrendered to the Father's will and fulfilled his purpose. And he was anointed to fulfill his calling. We see where Peter was preaching in Acts ten thirty-eight. Peter preached how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power. He anointed him with the Holy Spirit and power. Anointed. Holy Spirit, power. And he went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed of the enemy for God was with him. We have God in us and we have him with us. Amen. Because he resides on the inside of us now. He's made his home in us. Bless the Lord. 
And you know what happened when he was preaching that? That's what I was talking about, preaching about the anointing. I think I'm going to have to finish up. But when I was talking about when, when we preach, the word that we preach, the word of God accomplishes. As, as Peter was preaching this message, talking about how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth. Amen. He was speaking about the anointing. He was talking about the anointing. And when we look in verse 34, it says, While Peter was still speaking these words, the Holy Spirit fell upon all those who heard the word. So as he was speaking about the anointing, the anointing was poured out on them. Hallelujah. You know, what you talk about is going to happen and it's happening right now. If, you, if there's confident expectation on the inside of you that God comes to bring his word to pass, then there's going to be a quickening happening here right now in this place. Because the power of God is present. You know, when Jesus walked the earth after he was anointed, the power of God was present. And that's why the multitude thronged him. They thronged him because the power of God was on him. That's why they came. He wasn't walking as, as natural man. He wasn't walking as natural man. He was walking as man anointed by God. Amen. And that attracted people to him. That's why the woman with the issue of blood reached out. If I can just touch him. Because she knew that he was bringing the power of God. He carried the power of God on earth in that time. Guess who's got it now? Hallelujah. Guess who carries it now? Verse 44, 44, while Peter was still speaking these words, the Holy Spirit fell upon all those who heard the word. And in 30, 45, and those of the circumcision who believed and were astonished, as many as came with Peter, because the gift of the Holy Spirit had been poured out on the Gentiles also, for they heard them speak with tongues and magnify God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Peter was preaching about oh, Jesus was anointed. Turn to someone and say, you're anointed. Someone say, I don't feel like it. I don't feel like it. I mean, I don't feel anointed. You know, it didn't say, he didn't say that he felt anointed. He'd heard the voice of God. When Jesus was baptised in the Holy Spirit, he heard the Father say, this is my son in whom I have well pleased. And the Holy Spirit came upon him. Amen? He didn't say Jesus felt the Holy Spirit come upon him. He heard the word of the Father and that was enough. It was enough for him to hear the word of the Father and he believed he was anointed. And then he gets up there and he, 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 in, in Acts, sorry, Luke 4 verse 18, he says, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he's anointed me to preach the good news to the poor. Amen? To heal the brokenhearted, to set forth delivered those who were oppressed. To preach the accepted and acceptable will of the Lord, word of the Lord. Amen. This is a day where free favour from God profusely abound. He saw who he was in Isaiah. He stood up and declared it. Amen. And he said, this day, this scripture is being fulfilled in your sight, in your, in your hearing. In your hearing, he said. This is being fulfilled in your hearing. Is anyone hearing anything today? This is being fulfilled in your hearing. Amen. Someone says, I don't understand. You know, the scriptures were written by the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. And they are discerned and understood through the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. That's why we need the presence of God. We need the Holy Spirit to help us understand what the Word of God is saying to us. 
Amen? Hallelujah. 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 You know, God wants you to stop leaning into your capabilities and what you are able to do and hear the word of the Lord. And it's going to surprise you. It will surprise you what he says. It will surprise you what he's leading you into. You're going to be surprised by what he's leading you into. I said you're going to be surprised about what he's leading you into. You're going to be surprised about what he says to you. And you're going to be surprised about what confidence that he has in you. But when you hear the word of the Lord, you're going to be confident that you've heard the word of the Lord. And he's going to impart that confidence in you. And you're going to rise up. You're going to know that you are anointed to do everything that he's called you to do. I said you are anointed. Someone say, I am anointed. Oh, just nailed something there, right there. Amen. Because the things that he says to you, oh, well, just oh, that's impossible. That's impossible. Even some alignment that he wants you to make, you're going to say that's impossible. But he says, oh, I am with you to help you. Amen. You're going to think it's hard to drop some stuff off. I'm going to tell you it's easy because my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And I want, I'm actually, you know what, Holy Ghost wants to make it easy for you. And you know what? You're smarter than you think that you are. Why? Because the genius lives on the inside of you and he makes you look smart. He wants an opportunity to make you look smart. He actually wants an opportunity to make you look like you are the best. Someone say, I am the best. I'm the best at what he has called me to do. Amen? Come on. So he just had to get down and get in your face. You know, since the Holy Spirit just wants to get in your face today. I said he wants to get in your face. Someone says, get out of my face. Oh, you want him in your face. I said, you want him in your face. Amen. Sorry, cameraman, I'll get back up. Someone say, get in my face. Come on. Oh, Lord Jesus. Oh, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. I think I paraphrased most of that. Thank you, Lord. I want to go to you. Just look for. Uh, ha, 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 ha. Verse 21. And he began to say to them, today this scripture is fulfilled in your hearing. Amen. He was confident. He'd read about himself. He knew who he was. Verse 22 says, So all bore witness to him and marvelled at the gracious words which proceeded out of his mouth. And they said, Is this not Joseph's son? They said, Is this not Joseph's Joseph's son? (laughs) You know, you can say that about yourself. Hey, you forget, you know, like I'm actually the daughter of a pastry cook. Is this not Joseph's son? They were amazed at him. When they looked at his humanity, they knew that there was something more going on here. You're not called to look at your humanity. You're called to look to the anointed and his anointing. And you're called to see yourself as he sees you. Amen. Thank you, Father. Enemy wants to point out your humanity to you. You're only human. Remind you of your old man. You remind him that the old man has passed away. Amen.
The man you're trying to remind me of is a dead man. Remind him that the man that he's trying to remind you of is a dead man. Amen? Hallelujah. Won't you stand up? Bless the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. This whole word today, 1 Corinthians 2.4, where Paul said, And my speech and my preaching were not with persuasive words of human wisdom. Actually, nothing that I've said today makes sense to humanity. Yeah? Nothing. Many of you be saying, well, if she really knew who I was, she wouldn't be preaching this to me. You know, God knows who you are and he sent his word to you and for you. Amen. But in demonstration of the spirit and of power, why? That your faith should not be in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. God wants to bridle your faith to come into alignment with his power. He wants your faith in the power of God. He wants your faith in the fact that you are anointed. You are anointed for life and you are anointed in your calling. Amen. And it will be the anointing that destroys the yoke and removes the burden from your life. Isaiah 10, 27. Yoke destroying, burden removing power. Destroying, not just broken. Broken things can be put back together again, but when something's destroyed, you can't put it back together again. Amen? When the anointing destroys a burden, a yoke and a burden, mate, it cannot be put back together again. Amen? Hallelujah. So, Father, we thank you for in this place, Lord. We thank you for your anointing. Your anointing for life, Lord. We thank you, Father, that we're not walking as natural people. We are walking in the supernatural realm. And we thank you that that realm is open to us because of your spirit invites us into that place. To operate on a level that the world is unfamiliar with because we want you to receive glory. We want you to have your glory. Oh, hallelujah. We want people to say that when they've seen us, they've seen you. <laughs> thank you, Father. We want them to say that. We want them to experience you through our lives, Lord. So, Father, we just thank you. And, Father, we receive this word. We say, let it be unto us according to your word today, Father. And quicken us today, Lord, according to your word. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Bless the Lord. Why don't you give the Lord a clap offering for that. Just receive. It's just an act of receiving. You're not applauding me. You're giving glory to God. So why don't you give him a shout and receive that. Amen. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord God. Lord, we bless you. Amen. Hallelujah. Bless the Lord so much. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. You know, guys, we'd love to pray for you. Actually, if you've never received the baptism of the Holy Spirit, with the evidence of speaking in other tongues, please come up and we will pray with you and we'll pray for you today and you can receive that baptism of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. 
If, if you haven't given your life to Jesus, if you're not saved, please come forward and we will pray with you. If you need healing for your body, please come forward and we will pray the prayer of faith with you and you will be healed in Jesus' name. Amen? Okay, awesome. Why don't you just turn and love on someone, tell them they're amazing and tell them you were glad you were here today. Amen? Glory to God.